role playing kasama ang aking anak na magto 2 years old gamit ang isang paper bag na ginawan ko ng mukha. Ang pangalan niya ay Tantan. So ayaw kasi niya magsipilyo kanina. So si Tantan <laughs> ang nagsipilyo para sa kanya at nag-work yun. Kasi nag-participate ako sa isang rescue by ng mga kalabasa. So nung weekend meron akong 20 kilos ng kalabasa. <laughs> so kinailangan ko talagang maglaro sa kusina para maisip kung ano yung mga pwede kong gawin sa kalabasa. So gumawa ako ng um, brazo de kalabasa. Kunwari healthy, pero hindi uh, masyado. Hindi <laughs> masyado. Yun, sina Selina? Ako, baka rinding-rinding na po kayo sa boses ko. <laughs> Nakakailang ano, na rin ako episode sa happy hour. At Gerson? Hi, ako si Gerson. I, most of part of Habi Education Lab. Happy to be here again on happy hour. Mga kasama ko sa Habi na madalas nating marinig dito sa happy hour. Kinukwento nila kung kailan sila huling naglaro. Ako si J-Paul at sabahan niyo ako ngayon sa episode na ito ng Puro Turo Serie para pag-usapan ang Productive Play. We are Happy Education Lab, a Manila-based design and research firm working to make well-designed learning experiences for everyone. You're listening to Happy Hour. Tara, kwentuhan tayo. Simula nitong Enero, kaming tatlo ni Naselina at Gerson ay gumawa ng pakulo para sa mga kapwa LXD namin sa Habi. Tinawag namin itong Productive Play Sessions. Simple lang ang konsepto nito. Maglalaro kami sa Habi bilang anyo ng training o upskilling session at para bumuo ng isang bagay o sistema na makakatulong sa amin sa pagtatrabaho. Isa sa mahahalagang sangkap ng mga session na ito ay ang Playful Method. Mapaglaro dapat ang pamamaraan namin sa pagbubuo at pagkatuto. Pero bakit? Ano ba ang halaga ng pagiging mapaglaro sa pagtatrabaho? I guess kasi pag naririnig ko yung word na play, nagmumula kasi ako sa very early childhood education perspective. Eh, doon kasi sa early childhood kasi sinasabi natin na play is the occupation of the child. That's what they're supposed to be doing. That's what they're meant to be doing. So yung play for me, it's a natural language of a child. And perhaps people who have qualities of ano, parang being childlike. Ganyan. Dagdagan ko rin yun. Ang ganda nung idea of play being the occupation of the child. And so I think kadalasan when we as adults think of play, it's something that is reserved for our youth or something that's reserved for our children or something that's you know something that we don't we shouldn't be doing anymore because we have grown up as adults and we have to participate in the adult world but i think i i beg to disagree i think that's one of the unfortunate trends that people have that play is equal to unserious things or play is equal to trivial things um para sa akin mahalaga ang play dahil it keeps you creative it just keeps you delighted about the work that you do um, and the life that you have and kung babalikan lang natin i know that many of the people in the workplace would champion you know training programs or upskilling programs that are high in technical skills but time and time again creativity has been at the top 
of the skills of you know HR practitioners or leaders that they're looking for for new hires or that they're looking for in in their teammates. And how do you be creative? I think being playful is a way to exercise your creativity. Tingin ko dun sa sinabi ni Celine, aside from it being um, a natural language for children, I think it is also a natural language of, I guess, of, of, of being a human first. Dun. Yeah, sobrang agree ako dun. Pero it's one thing na na-realize ko sa hobby lang, to be honest, yung value of play even at work. Kasi siguro in my past workplaces, alam mo yun, yung very serious talaga even having that delineation na there's work and then there's play. Di ba? Um, mm-hmm. Ganon talaga yung kultura ang pinag... Ano, ano, paano, nasalihan ko or pinagdaanan ko in my past workplaces. Pero nung dumating ako sa hobby, sabi ko, okay, um, parang normal lang maglaro. Bakit ganon? Parang, parang yung kultura ay paglalaro. Ganon sa rin na, no? Kultura dahil... Feeling ko hindi lang rin siya sa workplace no. Na napaisip rin ako. I think even sa schooling natin, if you yeah. were part of a traditional school, maybe you can recall a teacher that said, "I no games. You can't bring card games inside your classroom or I no laughing or else you'll face the corner." I think we've also been socialized into thinking that dichotomy nga na play is not serious work and being productive is serious work. So therefore, being productive mm. is not equal to being playful. Parang yung teachers being playful, naisip ko lang din, when did I feel like my best self when I was a student? And then, ang nababalikan ko talaga, yung memorable talaga sa akin, yung mga times na hinayaan lang ako ng teachers ko na maglaro, you know, to figure things out on my own. So parang, yeah. I just realized that now, the best moments for me in school are also linked to the times I got to play. I had permission to play. Maybe I think that also answers your question, bakit mahalaga ang play sa work? I think it's also, to your word, Selena, I think we also get to bring our best selves to work when we get to play. Bringing out our best selves to work when we play. At dahil nga dito at sa iba pang mindset tungkol sa paghahalo ng pagtatrabaho at paglalaro, nabuo namin ang Productive Play Sessions. Pinaka-recent ang pangalan niya, Gayahan 2021. Yung unang bahagi nun, nagkaroon ng reflection kung sino ba yung mga inspiration natin bilang designers. Not thinking of being creative as something that is totally original, but being creative actually is taking in your influences and being aware of your influences and studying them closer. And then also that led to playful small group sessions on um, using a tool that we use a hobby called Learning Experience Block. In small groups, naglaro-laro lang kami to explore and just to tinker with the blocks, but also with that idea in mind that we can get inspiration from other learning experiences or from other creative platforms, not just you know online learning or, or learning designs, but through films, through television shows, through music, through poetry, through through buildings and architecture, through clothes and color and paintings. Yung isa, ano, tinawag natin itong malay mo mag-work. It's more um, a play session where we got to try the concept of digital rooms. So yung digital room being a shared space among participants, So, in our case, I think we tried using slides. So, Google Slides, kung saan 
one slide can be one room and then you have avatars there representing different participants or different people who are in that um, digital room. At the end of it, I think ano eh, we were really just playing around with it na parang may nag-setup ng buffet, may nag-setup ng um, museum. Pero I think more than that, yung pinuntahan nito, I saw a lot of projects afterwards that tried to incorporate digital rooms. Because through that play, nakita natin yung value of having a visual connect the participants. We didn't just play for the sake of having fun. Bukod nga sa playfulness, malaking bahagi rin ang productivity. Upskilling man yan, o problem solving tulad ng designing for accessibility at improving our systems and processes. Nang balikan namin, napansin namin marami na nga rin pala kaming ginagamit na playful method sa pagtatrabaho. I think one way we play and hobby is with our very roles at work. You know, in one project, I'm the facilitator of a workshop. In another project, I'm the one um, communicating with the participants, yung mga registration. Or in another project, I might be the one making the slides. You don't really get stuck in just one role. Parang in different projects, you get to experiment on different roles. You get to wear different hats. And in that process, na- nakikita mo rin kung where am I thriving or what am I good at. Ano yung mga parang nagiging interest ko na akala ko dati, hindi ko naman bet ganyan. Isa naman mostly on the materials that we work with or the platforms or the mediums that we use. Um, when I think of play rin kasi I think of, syempre yung anak ko nga that sometimes he gets immersed in let's say um, a few cardboard materials and her markers and she would just make things on her own. So may konting role-playing, may konting imagination, trying out pwede ba to, kaya ba to. And so we always have that space um, in our projects, I think it's the nature of our work one dahil human-centered designer design thinking is a big part of our process sa hobby. At pangalawa, um, the types of projects that we work on, let's say online learning or diverse teacher training experiences or or some learning community workshops, karamihan ng mga projects natin sometimes even our partners are open to experimenting new ways and so we would also find ourselves spending time just working on things like trying out, could this work in this tool? Can we try this um, workshop in another platform? Um, the first times that we did recordings for Happy Hour, this podcast, it was playful in a sense. Na parang even up to the point of editing, we were trying out different editing platforms, editing um, mechanisms. So, so there's also that that idea of play as tinkering and play as somewhat parang free, free type of creative work. Nasa kultura namin sa hobby ang playfulness at napansin nga namin na sa mga pagkakataong nagiging makulit, kwela o kalot kami sa opisina, may kakaibang nangyayari o kakaibang epekto ito sa amin bilang mga tao. Ako una ko napapansin improved peer relationships. I think True. if we recall back to our childhood selves and even mm-hmm. siguro up until our adult selves, when we play with someone in traditional games or sports, dahil nasa, nasa environment kayo, may pagka low stakes, it's 
play, mm. it's fun. Um, socialization is easier, or because you you te- you team up towards a particular goal, or you discover things together. You see each other fail, but then you cheer each other on. And sige, go kaya lang. I think those types of interactions in playful scenarios tend to develop better relationships. And siguro yung pangalawa is that improved well-being. Yung sinabi ko nga na play improves the well-being of an individual. It makes them feel freer, feel autonomous, feel they have agency over their time or over their creativity. And it, yeah, it, it makes us feel... think overall better and uli think yung sinabi nga kanina na bring we were able to bring our best selves to work yung i-add ko siguro building on what Jason said about yung socialization aspect of it i guess because of that socialization kasi we can parang nakikita siya as an opportunity to gain the esteem of the people you're working with Kunari tayo as, as the team na pakul- nagpakulo ng mga productive places and ganyan. Kasi tayo, maku- alam natin yun, na makulit talaga yung mga utak natin. Na we, we, we like novelty. We, we like trying out okay. new things. But it's not necessarily true for the rest of the team. Not always true, ba diba? Pero when they see us being playful and being confidently playful, they gain that esteem. And then you hear teammates saying, hey, I want to try hosting a productive play session next time. And I think that's such a beautiful effect or impact we can have on people we work with. Tapos, I guess one more thing na napansin ko is, because I think we're a pretty metacognitive team, play sessions make you even more metacognitive. Because, napag-usapan natin kanina, di ba? Yung parang, we're kind of predisposed to think that maybe we shouldn't be playing at work. And when you come in with that conception, mas makukonsyos ka na bakit ako naglalaro. So at the end of it, iisipin mo, what did I get out of that? You become more metacognitive and you try to think, how is that productive for me? Ako rin, dagdag ko rin, I think, if you're, lalo na thinking about the listeners, if let's say they're a leader or if they're a manager, they're probably an HR learning and development practitioner. Why is play important for their employees or their teams? I think it will also lead to particular outcomes of their work. Maybe more ingenious ways to do things, more efficient ways to do things. Play is also about iteration and play is also about testing boundaries. And so when you're playful, you also try to think, maybe there's something better. or Maybe I can do this in a different way. Sigurong halimbawa, no, yung, we have a tool called Trabaho Tracker. And it's a way for Habi to measure the amount of hours and the amount of work that each of the learning experience designers put in a project and put in a month. Um, it went through a lot of iterations. Mm-hmm. If you recall, naalala niyo ba yung mga kalahabi, oh, naalala yeah. niyo yung Google Sheets version, naalala niyo yung <laughs> table version, it, naalala niyo yung pa- paper version. It, it, it went through a lot of iterations. And if, for example, if the culture isn't playful, um, mm-hmm. it would have been just, okay, let's just get an enterprise software and we're just gonna report our, our hours in a particular way. We're just gonna do how other businesses do it. But I think mm-hmm. if you introduce play as a culture in your team, you will get solutions that are more fit for your team and you will discover the hidden talents of 
of your team, of your teammates that might lead to interesting results. And I guess not to say it in a play will solve all problems. Um, but yeah. I think it, it, it can lead to different solutions or it can lead to reframing the challenge into something else that might lead to a solution. Kung susumahin sa paglalaro, walang masyadong pressure. Dahil walang pressure, mas malaya at mas may kumpiyansang mag-eksperimento, mga likot at tumoklas. At dahil creative ang method, madalas creative din ang resulta. Sa pagtatapos ng episode na ito, let's complete the sentence. Mixing work and play is... At gusto kong maglaro, kaya magpapasaway ako ng onti sa syntax mo. Mixing work and play makes healthy teams. Yeah. Mixing work and play is enjoyable, sometimes challenging, but always worth it. Happy hour. Kwentuhan, tanungan, malaisipan.